0: Daily Today discussing our favorite picks from rounds one through seven. Favorite picks of the NFL Draft. It could be anybody, Sam. Let's get into the ones that we really liked. We're skewing positive here, okay? So just go with the ones that we
1: really liked. Give me one of your favorite picks of the draft. Um, Drake Jackson, all the way down with San Francisco's first pick. Number 61 overall. Drake Jackson, the edge rusher from USC. There's literally nobody in this draft that can match Drake Jackson's uh, bend and dip and, you know, cornering ability as an edge rusher. The thing you want to see, that Von Miller type of pass rush, the Robert Quinn type of pass rush, the picture-perfect thing that's in textbooks that, you know, is exactly what everybody is searching for when they're looking for edge rushers. He has... An amazing version of that. Now, look, that's only one part of being a pass rusher, right? You need the inside counter move. You need speed to power. You need all these other things, run defense. But that particular skill set, Drake Jackson has in abundance. And, you know, the 49ers are looking to replace a guy like Dee Ford, the the speed rusher, the edge rusher in that defense, not necessarily the all-around guy that Nick Bosa is. And they didn't pick until, like, 61 in this draft. So for them to come away with Drake Jackson, who could legitimately replace D Ford pretty soon, um, I I really like that pick.
0: Yeah, I like it. Drake Jackson, Jackson, good pick, especially for your first pick for the 49ers, a guy that has first-round-ish type of talent. So so that was good. I'm going to – is this cheating a little bit? Because I was going through the draft. My first pick that I really, really liked, Derek Stingley at three to the Houston Texans. Does that count? A little bit. I just had such low expectations for the Texans at three. I I thought I thought Nick Casario was gonna be like, oh, my mentor Bill Belichick. He would take a Ty Warren clone here. He would take a 3-4 defensive end. He would play it safe. And and you just you never know who Bill Belichick's gonna pick in the first round, right? The Patriots historically. Nick Casario's been a big part of that. And they took the right guy. They took Derek Stingley. This was a this was a move that the Houston Texans haven't seen in in two years. A, A a potential all pro caliber player in Derek Stingley. So I won't spend too much time on it. I have other favorites too, but this is my first favorite that stuck out because I was just pleasantly surprised that the Texans took a guy with incredible potential like Derek Stingley, a guy who has looked like an all pro corner and did it as a true freshman.
1: Yeah, I mean, it speaks a lot to what their what their plan is uh, in in that organization, and this is the first time we're really getting a glimpse of what that is. Remember, this is they've been in a holding pattern for a long time now because of the Deshaun Watson situation. They've hired two different lame duck head coaches because they haven't been able to start any kind of. Plan with Deshaun Watson hanging around there. They finally trade him away to Cleveland, and all of a sudden, we get to see what this starting uh, position is. And the first pick goes on Derek Stingley. So, I it, it's it's a great move, I think, and a great um, indication. If you're a Texans fans, so that things might actually go in the right direction for the first time in a while. Don't worry, um, I've got I've got other non first rounders' favorite picks as well. Good, that's that's great. Uh, I seem to like a lot of the wide receiver picks in this draft. I could go on about Sky Moore to the Chiefs. I could go on about the picks that the Steelers made, George Pickens and Calvin Austin. But I'm going to single out Jalen Tolbert to the Dallas Cowboys. Pick number 88 overall. I think Tolbert is, A, a massively underrated wide receiver in this draft class. So to get him as low as the 88th overall pick, I think is a steal. And then Dallas, you know, they trade away Amari Cooper. They have... A hole in that wide receiver room, having lost Cooper, having lost Cedric Wilson, that they needed to patch up. And I think Tolbert can absolutely step in and be a third receiver within that offense, be a guy that replaces what they uh, lost as that third weapon. Now, he's he's unlikely to be as good as Amari Cooper, but giving Dallas three wide receiver weapons again, uh, I think is a really important thing. And to have that happen uh, as low down as that, I think is great business.
0: Yeah, I I agree with all the wide receivers. I had Sky Moore on my list. I think that's a pretty obvious one for those that have listened to us. Um, I'm going to go with a pair of second round edge rushers as as two of my favorite. Arnold Ebicati from Penn State going to the Falcons at 38. And then the very last pick of the second round, you have Nick Benito going to the Denver Broncos. Last pick of the second, right? At number 64. So those are two guys that graded extremely well, especially Benito. He was one of those guys that graded well uh, was a little undersized. Maybe he bulked up for the you know, for the combine, got over 245, probably plays a little bit less than that. And so there are some concerns. That's why he ends up, you know, from a bulk and winning with power standpoint. But I, I think Benito can win as a designated pass rusher. You add him in with with Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory there. I think he's got some versatility to his game as well. If you want to play him off ball a little bit, do some different things with Benito. And then Ebikadi, a guy that has that combination of production and measurables, He's got length. He has great measurables. He has first round measurables. If you just look at his uh, at his workouts, right, he looks like a guy that should be going in the first round. Also has first round production. Awesome year last year at Penn State after transferring from Temple. So I like both of those players. Guys that um, I was gonna like no matter who took them, especially if it went in the second round. Katie, I thought could have stuck into the first. So getting him uh, in the thirties I thought was great value. Yeah, and I
1: think people undervalue how much designated pass rusher can be on the field in today's NFL. Yeah. You know, we, we think about those guys as third down pass rushers only, but they're not like passing downs in today's NFL are far more extensive than that. And you can have a designated pass rusher. It can be on the field for half of your defensive snaps. Like he, I think gives them some serious juice as a pass rusher that they don't have outside of him. So definitely love that pick as well. You could pick pretty much anybody from the Kansas city draft. Like they just ticked off value all the way down the draft, I think did a great job across the board, but I'll go with Darian Kennard, their fifth round pick 145 overall. He could start for them. Um, like legitimately th- that offensive line obviously is in good shape. They hit on the draft last year. If he's anything like capable of replicating the the success they had from last year's draft evaluation, he could push Lucas Niang to start at right tackle. Like they, That would give them Uh, a third guy on a a dirt cheap rookie contract and potentially upgrade what would be the weakest spot along that offensive line, even if it isn't a particularly weak spot. So I I love Canarda's value. And I think, again, the idea that you could potentially snag a starting caliber player that low down the draft is phenomenal.
0: Right now, you can get 25% off any PFF subscription using the code Pod. What can you get? Well, you get all of PFF's locked article content, fantasy football rankings and projections are coming soon. Data and grades for the entire two thousand twenty-one season, of course, the upcoming two thousand twenty-two season, and much, much more, including the draft guide for the draft that just came out. Support the pod. Use promo code NFL Pod for twenty-five percent off anything. Yeah, I'm with you on Canard, and he's one of those guys too. A lot of the NFL liked him as a guard. He struggles with power sometimes, and the whole deal. But I think the Chiefs have the flexibility to give him a shot at right tackle. They don't need a right guard right now. Give him a shot at tackle, see if he could. Maybe still that spot from Lucas Nang, as you said. Um, I'm going to go with a tackle as well. Third rounder, Bernard Raymond from Indianapolis Colts. I said it wrong again. Ever since mm. I learned how to say it, I think I keep saying it wrong. But he goes at number 77 overall. They, uh, we had him at 18 on the board. I know that there were some injury concerns and the whole deal. Uh, but this is one of those, I, I like the process. Uh, well, it's not that I like the process from the Colts, but the process ended up paying off, right? Last year, they... They didn't uh, overdraft a left tackle in the first round. They didn't like the tackles. They signed Eric Fisher in free agency. I do actually like this entire process. And as things fell to them, they get a guy like Bernard Raymond, of course, a former tight end at Directional Michigan, converted tight end. That's how you go into those schools, aren't they all? So uh, he's got upside. He's just learned how to play tackle over these last few years. Extremely productive, 90 plus grades, PFF last year. And nope, this is awesome if you could pick a starting tackle. In the third round, stealing starters rounds three, four, or five. Man, that is always good business. I think the Colts may have done it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like Ryman fell because of uh, concerns about his knee. Um, But if that holds up, it sounds like it was a a potentially kind of degenerative or a thing that might place a cap on his career as opposed to something that's going to stop him being on the field year one, year two. So from that perspective, yeah, if they've managed to snag a quality starting left tackle that low down the draft, it is great value, I think, regardless of whether or not his knee proves to be a problem down the line. Last pick I have, um, Carolina Panthers went into this draft with not an awful lot of room to maneuver or margin for error. They got an offensive tackle at the top of the draft. They end up getting Matt Corral in the third round to answer some kind of answer quarterback. And then I think did a smart thing, which is just like target athletes as they went down the draft. So they grabbed at pick 189, the top of the sixth round, edge rusher Amari Barno from Virginia Tech, a dude that ran in the four threes as an edge rusher. Now look, (laughs) like at some point that plays, right? It doesn't really matter how much else you have to your game. If you run a four three as a legitimately sized edge rusher, you are going to be a problem in the NFL for certain offensive tackles. So rolling the dice and seeing what you can create out of that, I am all for. I mean, that's among the strategies late.
0: You, do you pick productive players? Do you pick athletes? Diversify. Get the dude that's fourth or just run to the top of the pocket as fast as you can. Yeah. Why not? I like it. Let us know. Who are your favorite picks of the draft? Let us know in the comments. BFF. and all